You're listening to the Jesus for Everyone podcast, a podcast where we talk about the intersection of faith and social justice and what a first century Jewish prophet of the poor from Galilee offers us today in our work of love, compassion, and justice. To support this podcast, go to renewedheartministries.com and click donate. Have the potential to change the world of others in the same positive way that they had changed the disciples' lives. But it just seems to me that Jesus' story, it, it can encourage us to listen and learn from others rather than uh, first showing up in their, their worlds to, to teach them something. Welcome, everyone, to this week's episode of the Jesus for Everyone podcast. My name is Herb Montgomery, and this is episode 472. Our title this week is Obeying What Jesus Taught, and our feature text is from the Gospel of Matthew. It's uh, the, the Great Commission this week, Matthew 28, 16 through 20. Then the eleven disciples went to Galilee, to the mountain where Jesus had told them to go. When they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything that I have commanded you. Surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. So many people refer to our lectionary reading from the Gospels this week as the Great Commission. And there are other commission stories in other versions of the Jesus story. You can find Luke's version in Luke 24, 47 through 48, and Acts 1:8. You can find the Johannine version in John 20, 22 through 23. Um, fascinating, Luke's version, the, the 11 disciples mentioned here in Matthew never go to Galilee. They stay there in Jerusalem, and it's from Jerusalem that, that the gospel goes forth to the world. Uh, in Matthew, Matthew was written for the Galilean population of, of Jesus' followers. And so uh, the gospel grows uh, from, from Galilee rather than Jerusalem. And again, each commission is unique and original to each gospel. Each commission reflects the, the concerns and the situations of the communities for which these gospels were written. So while the Matthean community may have been passionate about spreading Jesus's ethical teachings and inviting others throughout the entire world to follow them, we have to be honest this week about how this passage in Matthew has been co-opted in Christian history and how Christian complicity with and participation in colonialism, um, this passage has been used to harm indigenous populations around the globe throughout history. Christian missions today, when coupled with the economic goals of global capitalism, still continues to do harm. And historically, Christian missions have served to, to spread European and Western values, um, not not the ethics of the Jesus story, and erase indigenous cultures at the same time, all while enlarging the territories of Christian empires. So many indigenous lives have been negatively impacted or or lost, and this seems to me to contradict many 
of the ethics of the Jesus story, ethics like the golden rule or or loving one's neighbor as yourself and, and sharing resources rather than exploiting them. So this passage in Matthew, it's it's a little, its history is a little problematic and we need to be honest with how it's been used. It also seems a little arrogant. And let me explain that for a second. Um, I understand why the disciples thought the teachings of Jesus had, had changed their lives for the better. I also understand how Jesus and his teachings represented something beautifully novel to them, something that had impacted their own lives in immeasurably positive ways. And this excitement, it can easily translate into feeling like you have something to share with everyone else and assuming that they don't know what you've just learned. But my guess is that if the Mathean community had been humble enough to listen to others, they would have soon discovered that that Jesus' teachings actually contained universal truths that other communities outside of Galilean Judaism uh, already also practiced. The, the disciples' feeling of uh, their, their feelings of exceptionalism and, and possibly influenced by the exceptionalism that's found in, in some sectors of, of their own tradition, those were compounded by their feelings of exceptionalism from being a follower of Jesus. And to be clear, Jesus' teachings were good news. The ethics and the values in the Jesus story had the potential to change the world of others in the same positive way that they had changed the disciples' lives. But it just seems to me that Jesus' story it can encourage us to listen and learn from others rather than first showing up in their their worlds to to teach them something. And change is a two-way street. We have to remember those we meet and those we share with and listen to, they leave us forever changed as well. And I can testify to that experience. So as a Jesus follower, I often bump into wisdom and other traditions that I resonate with. It has resonate. I feel resonance with that. And what has moved me about Jesus resonates with the wisdom that I find already present in the lives of others. And sometimes their wisdom challenges me to rethink my own ways of considering our world. Sometimes it confirms the wisdom that I already possessed. And sometimes I do have something to offer them. But it's an exchange of ideas, a practice of listening and learning alongside any sharing that we may do that leaves all parties positively impacted for having had our our paths cross. So one way we can redeem our reading this week from the way it has has been harmfully used through Christian history is that the passage speaks of making disciples, not believers, um, followers of Jesus, not merely worshipers of Jesus. It speaks of obeying 
in our lives everything Jesus commanded his followers to do. And this is not merely religious obedience that merits one a seat in some mystical post-mortem non-smoking section. It's a social, political, and economic obedience that has the potential to set our communities on a life-giving path in the here and now. This is a path where we take responsibility for making sure everyone is taken care of and that each person has enough to thrive. No one has too much while others don't have enough. And it's a path toward making our world a safe, compassionate, just home for everyone, a home where everyone has a place to rest securely and to grow and, and not be afraid. So, so what are some of the, these commands that Matthew's Jesus tells us to obey and to teach others to obey? Well, the lion's share of them in Matthew are found in Jesus' Sermon on the Mount. That's the centerpiece of Matthew's gospel. And in this sermon, we find a few of these, the following commands. Number one, let your light shine before others. If you're offering a gift at the altar and there, remember that your brother or sister has something against you, leave your gift there in front of the altar. First go and be reconciled to them. Then come and offer your gift. Settle matters quickly with your adversary. Um, do not swear an oath at all. All you need to simply say is yes or no. If anyone slaps you on the right cheek, turn to them the other also. If anyone wants to sue you and take your shirt hand over your coat as well if anyone forces you to go one mile go with them two miles give to everyone who asks of you sell your possessions give to the poor love your enemies pray for those who persecute you be careful not to practice your righteousness in front of others to be seen by them. When you pray, go into your room and close the door and pray. Forgive others. Don't store up for yourselves treasures on earth. Uh, you cannot serve both God and money. Do not worry about your life. Seek first God's kingdom and God's righteousness or, or justice. Do not judge in everything due to others what you would have them do to you. For this sums up the law and the prophets. Enter through the narrow gate. Watch out for false prophets. By their fruit, you will recognize them. Hear these words of mine and put them into practice. All of these are from Matthew, just Matthew chapter 6 and 7. And these are just, just a few. And while they're, these just are a few of them, there's already enough here for us to wrestle with. Interpretations of these teachings, remember, they can be life-giving or death dealing. It's important to, to listen and learn and, and, and we can let go of past interpretations that have proven harmful and we can embrace interpretations that are more healthy. But, but, but the Jesus who taught these teachings is the Jesus who the Matthean community was so excited to share with others. And as stated at the end of Jesus' Sermon on the Mount, when Jesus had finished Saying these things, the crowds were amazed at his teaching. That's Matthew 7, 28. I used to practice a kind of Christianity that focused on themes that the Jesus of the Gospels was simply never passionate about. The values and the ethics that the Jesus in the stories, um, those 
the, the things that he was passionate about, those were things I never focused on. And I didn't understand that the, the values of his ethics and, 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 and how important those were at that stage of, of my journey. But I'm in a different place today. There's so much value in wrestling with the, the Jesus of the stories and endeavoring to apply his teachings to the suffering that, that we've created through how we've shaped our world today, the systems we've created, which benefit some and harm others, those could still be challenged by this Jesus' teachings. The, the, the status quo may have repeatedly changed over the last millennia. It's not the same uh, in, in some details that it was back uh, in Jesus's culture. But wherever we find a status quo where humans are being harmed, that's what they have in common. And there we can apply Jesus's teachings. Wherever we find human beings being cared for with enough to thrive, then we at the same time find resonance and affirmation of those systems in the Jesus story. So if our reading this week can be redeemed in any way for our world today, I believe it's going to have to be through not focusing on our religion about Jesus, but by focusing on the things that the Jesus of our stories actually taught himself, sharing those and looking for resonance with those and and ourselves striving to follow those first and through example, maybe inspiring others to do so as well. Heart Group application this week, number one, share something that spoke to you from this week's eSight and podcast episode with your heart group. Number two, what teachings of Jesus in Matthew are especially meaningful to you. Share with your group why. And then number three, what can you do this week, big or small, to continue setting in motion the work of shaping our world into a safe, compassionate, just home for everyone? Thanks for checking in with us today. You can find Renewed Heart Ministries on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. If you haven't done so already, please follow us on your chosen social media platforms for our daily posts. And also, if you enjoy listening to this podcast, Please like and subscribe to it through whatever podcast platform you use and consider if this is an option, taking some time to give us a positive review there. This will help others find this podcast as well. Also, I want to take time uh, take a moment this week to remind you we are still partnering with a, a newly YouTube a new weekly YouTube show called Just Talking. Uh, We're partnering with uh, Pastor Todd Leonard. I'll be talking with him each week on the Gospel Lectionary reading for the upcoming weekend. We'll be talking about each reading in the context of love and inclusion and societal justice. And our hope is that our talking will be just as in justice and, and, and that during our brief conversation, you'll also be inspired to do more than just talking. So if you teach from the lectionary each week or if you're just looking for some thoughts on the Jesus story from a more progressive perspective within the context of social justice, 
check it out. You might like it. You can find Just Talking each week on YouTube at youtube.com at Herb and Todd Just Talking. Uh, please like, subscribe, hit the notification button there, leave us a comment. And if you'd like to reach us here at Renewed Heart Ministries through email, you can reach us at info at renewedheartministries.com. Lastly, my new book, Finding Jesus, a story of a fundamentalist preacher who unexpectedly discovered the social, political, and economic teachings of the Gospels, is now available at Renewed Heart Ministries. Right where you are, keep living in love, choosing compassion, taking action, and working toward justice. Thanks for listening this week. I love each of you dearly. I'll see you next week.